Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, making cybersecurity accessible. Well, the funny thing about that is that people in this field get it immediately. They are like, oh yeah, this is something we really need. One of the biggest challenges with cybersecurity is somebody grabs your password or otherwise feels and figures out a way to get into a supposedly secure device. Our next guest is going to describe for us a new technology that started in Korea and has been brought here to the United States. Zhang Wan Park is the Chief Strategy Officer of EYL Inc. JP, tell our listeners what is the technology that you and the company have brought from Korea to, to solve or address cybersecurity credential theft? What we have done is we created what we call ent quantum entropy chip. So we use the quantum phenomena that is the radioactive isotope decay and capture the randomness that comes out of this decay and use that as a source of random numbers. So when my friend asks me, what do you do? I tell them, I sell uh, chaos, disorder, randomness, whatever, and then entropy. So we sell entropy. That's our business. It turns out that this randomness is used as a key for any kind of encryption system and that the key is really critical that it has to be unpredictable. And right now we are using the computer algorithm for that. And that's, as you know, always predictable. So the ultimate unpredictable randomness that we can find from the nature is quantum phenomena. So we are using that. Basically, the, the way current technologies work is they try to create random numbers, but ultimately there's some sort of pattern. Exactly. And it means that at some point, just about everything is hackable. So your technology creates this randomness. Why did you decide to locate the company here, having spent years developing in Korea? As you see, we are originally from Korea. We spent about two years developing our business there. But then there is a limitation. The market is too small, and we wanted to really... We, our model is very much a business uh, open innovation model because we always need to work with our partners to find the application that the end users need. So we are always looking for partners and there are partners here in the US that we would like to work with. So the access to the market, access to our partners, those are the big main reasons. And of course, the access to the capital is another one. Well, yeah, those are all true. But there's also an interesting challenge that I find whenever I meet somebody like yourself who's doing something that's very new. Now, I know that using uh, radioactivity and an isotope decay to create numbers, I mean, that's something that people have been using particle accelerators for. You, you can do this, but to do it on a chip is revolutionary. But my experience is any entrepreneur who's doing something that's really, really new, the hardest part is getting the current marketplace to use it. How are you finding... Uh, how are you finding it when you go and you talk with the, all the incumbents that are in cybersecurity that have a lot of ways that they think currently solve these problems? Well, the funny thing about that is that people in this field get it immediately. They always, uh, I talk to the people at the, some of the government sectors like DHS or DARPA, IARPA. They are like, oh yeah, this is something we really need. And they are glad that we were able to make it in a small chip. So the size is really critical in this, in this case because the major application area that we are thinking about is the IoT market. So the IoT security is a big problem right now mm -hmm. and our chip is small enough to fit into any kind of IoT devices and that's critical. Oh, and IoT, people, you mean Internet of Things? So Internet of Things, For example, yes. this big 
uh, hacking denial of service attack that happened a number of months ago that took down a big chunk of the internet came from webcams that had open uh, passwords that people were able to figure out. Right, so exactly. technology would prevent something like that from happening. This can be a major component of the defense system that can strengthen existing defense for the IoT devices, yes. JP, your, your company combines expertise. You know, yourself, you've been here for quite a while in the government contract industry. You're part of the DC community, but others of your colleagues have come over from Korea. What is it about the business culture here that's distinctly different than the business culture, say, in Korea? And So let me try to answer that this way. So our founders, our you know, the employees, our team is made of experienced industry veterans from both Korea and the U.S. There are some cultural differences in terms of the, how hierarchical the organization is, and the established big company in the U.S. itself is very much different from the small startup, right? So we are experienced people trying to do a startup in Korea who are here in the U.S. So there are many mixed elements of the culture that comes into our workplace. At the same time, bottom line, we are a startup. We act like a startup, we work like a startup, uh, we think like a startup. And the startup culture itself in Korea has been evolving. And it's not much different from that of the U.S. actually. Hmm. So we are very informal. Uh, we work as a team. Each of us do, their, do our own thing, but we make decisions together. I've always felt that one of the biggest differences between uh, a startup where I've done and working in a large organization generally is the command and control. Right. There's something about the freedom of, of collective decision making or or being able to make mistakes that that startups around the world seem to seem to share. Right. Vis a vis the hierarchical culture. Uh, I know that you're you know you won Mass Challenge up in Boston. You're you're making a lot of progress as a company. John Wong Park, thanks for taking the time to tell us about EYL Inc. We look forward to hearing more about in the future. I hope you will. Thank you. for listening to What's Working in Washington. Today's podcast is brought to you by Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation, MCEDC, helping companies start, grow, and accelerate business in Montgomery County. The future starts here. Go to thinkmoco.com today. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online contributors are Michael Hoffman, Barbara Ulrich, and Candace Pye. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening.